welcome to another episode of XOXO Amanda and Becky Talk About Gossip Girl. I'm Amanda. I'm Becky. Today we are going to cover two episodes in the with the goal in mind of getting up to speed so we are we're on top of it. We can continue to bring you the freshest content. Um, so today we're we're going to be talking about about the episode Lies Wide Shut. Okay. And okay. also the episode now I have some I have some qualms with the next episode title, Fire Walks with Z. Mm -hmm. Do you know what the problem is? I'm sure you do. Oh, because it should be Fire Walk with Z? Correct. (laughs) (laughs) That's my main, if you're going to, you know what? If you're going to go to David Lynch for cred. Honor him. (laughs) Like, like get the name of the thing right. (laughs) (laughs) Looking over at my Twin Peaks books. I mean, I think you bought me those. I think I probably did. Yeah. Um, so we... I had I, so... Wait, so I, I moved and we don't have to get into that. But I moved and I'm like organizing all my shit in my room. And I'm like, I have so many stuff with Kyle. I have so much stuff with Kyle McLaughlin's face on it. Like newspaper <laughs> clippings and like <laughs> magazine articles that like my parents have sent me. Like it's really unfortunate. Did anyway, you, sidebar. did you go through, did, have you rewatched Sex in the City? Have you ever Ugh. seen, cause I mean, of Kyle McLaughlin. I've seen all has, of Sex in the City. Has a very prominent role. Yeah, well, whenever people haven't seen Twin Peaks and I'm talking about Kyle McLaughlin, I'm like, oh, he was Trey in Sex and the City. Like, but I should go back and I am very excited for the reboot. <laughs> I can't lie. Oh, my I mean, God. Without Kim Cattrall, it's like, it's problematic, but. Did you, I sent Becky a TikTok. Did you watch that one with the the woman who does, oh. <laughs> does the Sex in the City? It's like she plays all of the parts except, except her cat plays <laughs> Samantha. <laughs> Yeah, that was great. I'm loving Amanda. Even if I'm not responding to all the TikToks, I'm watching them. So that's great. I'm so yeah. happy. I spend way too much time on TikTok. <laughs> um, I, before we start, I do want to address: we did get a listener comment that there. Oh that- yeah, let me pull. Let me pull it up real quick because I'm I. You know, I'm I apparently have too much time on my hands because I I do look up our podcast on Apple Podcasts to see <laughs> if it pops up and to see like oh are people listening to this and like what's happening? And I prefer got, to live in blissful ignorance that no yeah, one is listening to this. <laughs> that's actually probably better. So we got a review um, from a user whose name is Demi Too Cute. I'm going to assume this is Demi Lovato. I'm um, sure it is. Yeah, and safe and assumption. They, and they wrote the name of the um, of the review is um actually it is four out of five stars. So we like, appreciate that. Thank you, Demi we, Lovato, thank you. for that. Thank you. And they say, okay, so I don't mean to be that annoying person, <laughs> but you guys were mentioning how there were no female LGBTQ representation. That's not true. That's you like, are correct. Well. <laughs> we just so thank you for pointing this out. And then it keeps going. And then they just wrote at the end, just so you guys know for next GG show. So thank you. Thank like, you. I, I did know. I did make I mean, a note that yeah. we do have some yes. Monet making out with another woman, <laughs> which yes. is great. So happy to see it. Um and so, then also I, I don't know. See, I didn't know this because it's not brought up in the show, which I think is Nice, but it's like, how am I supposed to know this? That the actress who plays Luna is a trans woman. 
Oh, I didn't know that either. And it's like, I mean, that's, I'm glad that, like, they're not, like, making her character about being trans, but I'm also like, how was I supposed to know that she's trans if, like, she plays a very, just, like, when you, when the way that the character's developed is just like, oh, this is just, like, a cis straight woman. Like, right. We... But thank, thank you so much for pointing that out. That's no, like this is great information. Really, yeah, we, so we appreciate we, we you. We apparently do no research. We don't do any show. research. We do zero research. I did a deep dive. In, or I, I didn't do a deep dive. I spent a lot of time thinking about the Instagram promotion strategy. I would not call that research. Um, but, but like thinking is, that's good. I mean, it's like not great for our like intellectual. Like, it's not. So whatever, but. So, okay. I want to say, I, again, don't think that we're, we should spend a lot of time going like plot point by plot point here. Right. If you're listening to this, probably you're watching the show. If you're not watching the show, I'm not sure why you're here, but welcome. <laughs> um, so, okay. I need to talk about Audrey. I have a few okay. things to say about Audrey. Okay, get into it. Number one, whoever wrote this character was like, let's take the show Dawson's Creek and collapse oh. the dialogue into one person. She talks like <laughs> a character from Dawson's Creek. Number two, these are my, the only two things I have to say Wait, about Audrey. I want, I want, okay, I want an example of that, but go to number two. I don't even have it written down, but like okay. she just talks in a way that is very like... There's a lot of, like, literary illusions and, like, it's just very, like, unnecessarily wordy and, like, the sentence structures are very complex in a way that's just, it's, like, very in the same way. No, especially teenagers. I mean, maybe they do. I don't know. I don't spend a lot of time with teenagers anymore since I stopped. (laughs) I mean, I used to work at a bookstore. Since you're no longer a teenager. I used to work minimum wage at a bookstore with a bunch of teenagers. Not quite minimum wage. I'm so sorry, Barnes and Noble. You paid me three dollars more than minimum wage. I shouldn't get carried away there. Um, the other thing that I want to say is that, and Audrey looks like a Victorian orphan. <laughs> she looks like a doll. She has a very specific. You know those when in in a magazine. I don't know. If this feels like something that was like, I don't, I mean, I don't pick up, like, a Marie Claire, I don't even know if that's still in print, that magazine. I but think it is. A, a, a magazine like Marie Claire, or something like that, where they're, they're basically, art, art, I say article, with, like, very heavy quotation marks, what hairstyle fits your face? And she... She has a heart-shaped face. She has a heart-shaped face, and... She has, like, the definition of a she heart-shaped has a de- face. So now we have... Um, we have, uh, what's her face? We have Legally Blonde and Reese Witherspoon. Sure, 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 sure. And now we have this actress and I'm, I'm like, great. These articles, they're going to be good for someone else else in besides Reese Witherspoon because she, 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 glassy, a glassy eye. Yeah. (laughs) She doesn't have glass eyes. She's this giant, she has big eyes. She, I feel like she, she just, she's very pale. She's super pale. She's very thin. Yeah. And she looks like a Dickensian, like, orphan. Big big eyes. Big eyes. Like, a very sharp chin. She's, I mean, 
she, I mean, she's beautiful. Like, everyone on this show is gorgeous, but it's, yeah. It's interesting. I think that it's interesting that you say the thing about Dawson's Creek, which I will say was a show I couldn't finish because... we. I watched, ugh. like, for... My friend Nico and I had this, like, tradition of we would go visit each... We would, like, travel at great expense and, like, inconvenience <laughs> to each other, to ourselves, to see each other. And then we would spend the entire time together, like, binge-watching a show. Yeah. Like, she came to visit us at my parents' house, my parents' old house in Boston. And we we did go into Boston. We, like, walked around the North End for a few hours, and then we came home and we watched the entire first season of Real Housewives of New Jersey. Yes! Oh, my God, that sounds so fun. We watched so the, fun. the iconic <laughs> Teresa flipping table a table flip. scene. <laughs> Uh, and very important whore. moment, but <laughs> prostitution whore. <laughs> but wait, but oh. like at one time, I went to visit her in New York City, and we watched many episodes of Dawson's Creek, and I was like, "Ooh, maybe I'll like keep watching this." And I was like, "No, I can't do it." Yeah, I I went through a phase where I I was like, "Oh, I'm gonna I'm gonna watch Dawson's Creek." I feel like this is in the pantheon of like teen like soaps and I feel like I'd really like it and then I just kind of stopped caring and I was yeah. like ugh like Katie Holmes like is pretty but like she's she so also can't act like just she's so and then pretty. it's like my queen Michelle Williams is just like it's just like ugh your talent is being wasted here. what's going on with Surrey ugh Amanda is so she cute now? Yeah, I think she's very cute. Oh, she's been cute forever, but she's okay, the, so, she was the cutest little kid. She's pretty. So, well, I don't remember who it was, but somebody was telling me, might have been my old roommate, that like Katie Holmes lives in the building that's attached to the Whole Foods on like Twenty Third Street or something. So <laughs> I would go to the Whole Foods, blowing up Katie Holmes. Oh spot yeah, here. well. Okay, Katie, I'm sorry, but I would go to that Whole Foods and I'd be like, where's Katie Holmes? Like, where's Surrey? And then, like, of course, she was never there. <laughs> but I would love to spot her in the wild. That would be, oh, that would be, such that would a be incredible. <laughs> but now that I'm in, back in Brooklyn, it's, and I ugh, I was like, ooh, Maggie Gyllenhaal used to live in Park Slope. And I found out that she moved in 2019. <laughs> well, let me tell you about all the famous people from Naperville that I've seen. You know who's from Naperville? Yeah, uh, is Bob Odenkirk. Oh, who that's is fun? I think that's true. Maybe he's from like Evanston, but he was like he was mm. on some podcast, and he was like, "I fucking hated Naperville." <laughs> I'm Jesus. like, yeah, that tracks. Um. Okay, but the Dawson's Creek. I mean, the thing. Okay. I get what you're saying. I think I think I would have to rewatch some of the dialogue, which I'm not going to do. But don't yeah, is, don't do that. My thing is is that I think Audrey kind of talks like the way that Blair and Blair talk, like in kind of this like convoluted like. I guess we're supposed to be like, ooh, she's like sophisticated yeah, or yeah. something. <laughs> and it's kind of unfortunate. It's it's tough stuff. It's really tough stuff. Yeah. Um, okay. What I'm trying to think of, like, what what were, like, my highlights of these episodes? I think Obi Heike sucks. He's a nimby. Oh. I'm not a fan. Um, okay. Also, here's my thing with Obi. 
he is okay. So Obi is like Dan two point. Like I, you were, I don't think he is. I think no, Zoya no. is supposed to be Dan two point. But here's but here's the thing. His voice sounds a lot. No, I don't think he actually is. But like the way that he's positioned, it's like okay, he's like uh, like generically handsome, like white man who like is again like an SJW, but. <laughs> But it's kind of shocking because for this person, this character that's supposed to be so politically active and engaged and, like, whatever, he's very dumb. Mm -hmm. And where I think Dan is really irritating and annoying, I'm like, okay, I think Dan, like, like, I don't think Obi, like, has read a book. And then he's just very condescending and... He's, I don't, he's not, also he has a receding hairline, which I, I guess we shouldn't shame people about, but it's true. He's, a, he's supposed to be a teenager. He is supposed to be a teenager. Here's my thing. Um, they also, he sounds so much like, uh, what's his name? Um, uh, what is his name? The guy who played, like, played Dan. <laughs> Pen oh, Badgley. Pen Badgley. What yeah. an insane name. <laughs> is, what, is his real name? Is his real name Pen? I'll look it up. I think so. Oh, God. What are these names? Anyway, but... No, I think Zoya... No, Zoya 100% is that... Because, like, oh, she's an outsider, and she's poor, and, like, she's trying to, like, fit in, and she's, like, smart and opinionated and stuff. I Okay, I just learned two things about okay. three things about Penn Badgley that I did not know and I have to okay. tell you. He's married. Okay. He's married yes. to a woman named Domino. He's married to one of the, the Kirk sister, like the girl who was in Girls. Not her, but her sister. I don't know the who that of, is. Okay, there was, you know... I didn't watch Girls. I also didn't watch it. I watched the first 15 minutes of the pilot and I saw Lena Dunham eating a cupcake in the bathtub and then asking her dad and mom for money. And I was like, "Ugh, I hate this show so much. I hate it. Um, but one of the girls that was in girls, her sister. So I don't, you know, yes, but continue. I didn't know that. Domino. She's pretty. Um, he's in a, he's has a child. I think I knew that also. (laughs) And he's in a music group called mother, but the E is replaced with an X. No. Did Muff, we find sir. out what his <laughs> what his name is? Is it's it really Penn. just Penn? It's Penn Dayton Badgley. That's his full name. Yeah, but it's just Penn. Okay. This is what it says. Penn Dayton Badgley is an American and by this I mean Google. Penn <laughs> Dayton Badgley is an American actor and musician. He is recognized for his acting and media image, as well as being <laughs> outspoken on his religious and political views. Dubbed a sex symbol, he has been featured on very on various articles and publications. <laughs> Look, a bot wrote that. Wait, he is strong. What is it? What is political views? Is that his what religious and political views? What is? What are his? You know, I don't know. I don't know. We don't need to go views. into that. It's like from his Wikipedia page. I'm not reading it right now. Okay. Other things that I have okay, to say. So what? Okay. So honestly, I okay. So in the third episode, just to give some context, Julian is super jealous of Obi and Zoya and Max. Basically tells her, oh, you should, you, 
like, he fell out of love with you because you weren't being your authentic self, so we need to find you. And you know how they do that? They go clubbing in Brooklyn. And they do drugs. And she does a lot of drugs. And Here's what I have to say about that. Please yeah. don't do drugs, teens. <laughs> what was like? Okay, here was a here's what I was gonna say, and this is where I do think the show really um, splinters from the original series. Where I feel like in the original series, it would be this like huge morality tale about like, oh, Julian did coke, and then like, like was murdered or something. Like I feel like it's just like this very. And I think that's probably because it was on the CW and because it's now on HBO, like, they can be more honest about, like, the way that people live. And it's like, okay, I have my own issues with people, like, doing drugs, whatever. Like, we don't need to get into that. But Amanda's wagging her finger. But, you know, whatever. It's like people do it and it doesn't mean that you're going to die or something or, like, you're not going to get, like... Well, <laughs> we have yet to find out if anybody this dies turns into. <laughs> well, We're going to get a comment that's going to be like, actually, people do die from drugs on this yeah. show. <laughs> it's like, yes. But we love but you, you know Lovato. what I mean? But you know what I mean about how it's not, it doesn't feel like an after school no, special. No, I know. Which and I, I think I is, like that about it. Yeah. Because I feel like they're, they're setting up somewhat more complex storylines. Not like. There, it's the problem with the old Gossip Girl was that it was so formulaic that you were yeah. like, oh, we know what's going to happen. Like things are going too well. Everything's going to fall apart. Yes. There's going to be miscommunication upon miscommunication. Yes. This is going to like, it's going to look one way, but something else is going to be happening. And because nobody can have a, like a mature conversation with somebody else, it's going to spiral out of control. And then we're at the end of the season we're going to get this cathartic moment of yeah. explanation. Like that's what happens every season on gossip girl on the original series. This one, at least they're trying to do something a little bit more complex. There's, which I think is refreshing. It makes it less painful to watch. Cause you're not like, Oh God, I know exactly what's going to happen yeah, yeah, yeah. here. Um, so I appreciate that they do. This episode did have some scheming, there was like this whole. Oh, there's definitely a lot of scheming between these two episodes, and I felt like that was where I was getting a little bit, especially in the fourth episode, where I was just like, I don't understand like why any of this is happening. No, it got so like out of control that it yeah, was like it, I don't very out of control. On this um, episode, basically, I I wasn't gonna go plot point by plot point, but no, here no, we are. I don't think. But like, well, we don't. Okay, go for it, Julian. Basically, while she's coked up (laughs) at the club, she meets this woman who's like, my boyfriend won't introduce me. He, like, hides me, blah, blah, blah. And Julian's, like, complaining about Obi. And then Julian sees that the woman she was talking to in the bathroom is with her dad. And so she's... Wait, but you're glossing over a really important thing. Did you not recognize the actress? Who was it? She's from the first season of You. Are you serious? She's the love interest in the first season of You. I thought she, she looked like Rebecca Romaine. Oh, that's very generous of you. <laughs> no, it's... Um, I knew it wasn't her, Rebecca Romaine, but... Um, that's her, amazing. Oh her my character's God. name was Beck. Do They must have done that on purpose. They. I mean... Did the... Oh, 
<laughs> I was just like, oh, where do I? Oh my god! Like, wow, really? I did yeah, not that realize that. She really looks, incredible. She looks very like. Yeah, no, she's very. She looks just like, like a a person. Yeah. I think she's really well cast for, she was, I think, horribly cast for you. Like, she was so uninteresting. And it was just like, Penn Badgley is supposed to be, like, stalking this person? Like, what? Um, And, like, in love, like, she's so, like, blah. But I think she's great in this role. Um, But, yeah, so it's a lot of, it's so... I, I apologize for interrupting you. If no, you're like fine. Continue. Well, so so Julian basically sees that this situation is unfolding with her dad, and meanwhile, Max, who's also at the club, is on scruff. A, is on scruff. Is that a real? Yes, it is real. Oh, okay. Um, which brings me to I think that for some reason they're not allowed to say TikTok on the show. Because it's amazing, the, the, they will reference every like other app on planet Earth, and like I wonder nay if that's because TikTok. of China, because of just like because of China in general. Well, no, like, because Chi- because TikTok is a Chinese company. I know, but and there's like all kinds of weird geopolitics around TikTok. <sighs> they tried but to ban Scruff, TikTok. Scruff is also a Chinese. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Might be. There's a lot of geopolitical issues around Scruff. Well, so basically, <laughs> so Max is on Scruff. He's like looking to hook up or whatever, and he sees that his dad, one of his dads, is on Scruff. He's like more like Butch dad. Yeah, his his more. Can you is it? Can you say mask about guys? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I don't know the rules. I'm not a teen. <laughs> I just live with my straight husband in the suburbs. <laughs> I don't know a single person. Amanda! I'm so alone. Amanda, <laughs> You have Maureen and Dave. I have Maureen and Dave. It's true. Anyway, um, I don't know. Okay. Like, I, I don't know what the rules are. Anyway... <laughs> so basically they both are like scheming to catch their parents in these in their lies which like okay but also and this is a situation where it's like I feel like they've introduced this element of scheming in a way that doesn't fully land for me no absolutely and it's not. not it's like totally unnecessary because they're they're not trying to like stay hidden their like role in this. They're not trying to hide their role in these. Schemes. No, it's weird. It's not like in the original. I no. know it's because basically what happens is the episode ends up becoming all around this performance of a new Jeremy O'Harris play, which I thought was so funny. There <laughs> was like, also what? there is some full frontal nudity. Oh yeah, you see, you see a dick. You swinging. see a dick and balls and balls. Yeah, it's yeah, and then it's like oh my. Jesus, I was like, like we really oh are God. on HBO. Here we are. Um, and and so basically, they're Obi and Zoya are going on their like first real date to this Jeremy O'Hara's, which I feel like would be like really traumatizing. First of all, but um, it does look it looks 
Like, a lot. Yeah. And then there's, like, all this, like, nonsense going on with, like, Max's dad's and, like, his, like, more masked dad who's, like, cheating on, or, like, it's unclear if he's, like, what's really happening, but he's, like, looking to whatever, start something with someone else because, like, his husband is, like, playing with, like, gender in, like, a, like, somewhat new one, like, just, like, wearing, like, women's clothes and has, like, long, like, luscious hair or whatever um I can tell Amanda's I just learned something distressing which is that Jeremy O'Harris is six months younger than I am yeah 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 Yeah. okay that's fine yeah that's fine good for him good for him that's great um no he yeah he's very young but then I, but Amanda, you know that the play in this show, it's its not a real play. I know. I know. <laughs> I assume as, as far as I know, it's not real. I assume, I mean, he has, I don't know if, well, I don't know what's happening right now on or off Broadway. Right. First of all, a Jeremy O'Harris play, that's going to debut on Broadway, surely. I, yeah, I don't. He's such a huge, he's a household name. At this point? They're not, they're like, they were like, oh, it's like some off-Broadway thing. I'm like, no, no. But also, yeah, because, like, Slave Play was on Broadway. Surely it was. Surely. There's still posters on, like, the subway for it, just because they have, you know, whatever things happen. I'm sure it's just... it wasn't like with like New York Times reviews, like, yeah, it's, you're right. It is, I don't know, maybe that's just where they could get the space or something. But they made Um, a point of... Of it, be, of it being, being like, off it's off-Broadway. I'm like, I don't, whatever. I don't that's yeah, a no, small that's a point. Great point. But so basically it's like everyone is at this. So the reason why I bring this like setting up is because it's this weird convoluted thing where Julian invites, um, what is her name even? The, the, the uh, dad's girlfriend, let's just call her. Beck from you. It might so, be. It might be. So Julian, I feel like her name's like Lola or something like bizarre. It might be. It's confusing so, that they would have a Lola and a Luna. And a Luna, yeah. So Julian invites this girlfriend to the play by like sending her flowers with a ticket and being like, oh, like signing it from her dad or whatever. And then she and her dad go to the play and then the girlfriend shows up, and it's like this, and then, like, seats get moved around, and it's like, what? Like, you could just be, and then, and then Julian doesn't hide the fact that, like, she planned this whole right. thing. Like, that's where it gets weird, because it's not like she's like, oh, I'm gonna, like, why not just be like, hey, I know that, like, you have a girlfriend. Like, why do it in this bizarre way? Like, to embarrass him or something? I don't know. That made no sense. And then what was more confusing is what Max does. This makes no sense. Yeah, this For was... Max, Max is like, okay, Aki, I need your this phone. This is very convoluted. And it's like, why wouldn't he just doubt? Like, okay, he's like, I need your phone to make a fake scruff profile that looks exactly like our teacher's. And then I'm going to have our teacher flirt with my dad and then have our actual teacher come to the play 
And then again, do some seat rearranging. So they're sitting right next to each other to expose my... It's like, again, you could just be like, I saw your profile. Like, well, I don't... And then it's so confusing. Like, why make Aki download? I mean, obviously, it's to, like, tee up this whole, like, Aki sexuality thing. But right. it's so, like... This is the thing with this show. It's like... You can just have him, like make out with some you could just have him make out with max and have that like you don't need this weird convoluted thing with the with scruff like it's just I, are they being paid by scruff like what i just is, i feel like there's odd they've got to like stay true enough to the ip yeah that it like feels like the same thing but it's can we move to very briefly and then i think we should move on to the next episode the the fact that the gossip girl teachers get one of them fired okay so this is so confusing because again so basically gossip girl becomes this problem as seen by the administration and they're like we have to figure out who who um like who is running gossip girl so they basically set up one of their co-workers to you but then it's kind of like what does the administration is just like oh it's just this one like i don't get like what are they doing i don't get why they do this it's like oh so then the they will they won't be paying attention to us but it's like what i think it's like let setting aside the plot yeah they get this woman fired. No, like, it's fucking it's evil. It's so fucked up. And they're like, they don't seem to really have a moral qualm. And like, proceeding into the fourth episode, really no moral qualms at no, all. Ta- for like two seconds, Tavi's like, I feel kind of bad. And they're and like, like, no. Eh, whatever. Um, there are a couple of quote there are a couple moments i do want to just shout out um i don't know if you noticed when audrey i think starts to eat aki's ass out i thought she was maybe like fingering fingering him but she was like giving him a blowjob i think she might have been like giving him a blowjob and she stuck his finger up his ass Okay, I was like, did she like start to eat his ass? Like, Maybe she did. I don't know. I didn't. I don't think they showed that. No, they did that. They did show a dick and balls, though. I also did laugh when Luna picked up her phone and said, "Is it an Amber Alert?" <laughs> that I thought was funny. They still are giving her the worst outfits. I am gonna stick to that. Um, I'm just gonna see. Um, I do think that the actress who plays Julian does a very good job playing a, a coked up person, which is great. Um, and then, do you, should we move in? Do you have more yeah, thoughts on episode to, three? No, let's go to. Episode I didn't even four. take notes. I just watched this like a couple of hours ago. Yeah. So okay. This is this is this episode is really crazy. This so okay. All right. <laughs> Number one, we got to talk about Milo. Oh my god, I didn't realize who he was supposed to be. I mean, I think it took me a while. He was like Sparks, 
And I was like, am I supposed to know what that name is? I was thinking of the band Sparks. And then... Um, when they showed the pictures. I was like, oh, God. <laughs> yeah. That, I thought, I thought it was like, because I went, okay, so when she's sitting there and then this child disappears, I'm like, what the fuck is happening? This is like terrible. Like, who is this? Ch- like, this is like David Lynch. Like, who is this? Yeah, for sure. So, Okay. <sighs> I don't even know where to begin with this episode. It's like confusing to me what happened, but basically (laughs) there's just like an escalating series of like Julian and Zoya being mean to each other on the internet. And then we find out that the reason why their mom is dead is because she died in childbirth, which I mean, that does happen. It feels like, I, I don't know. Not something you hear about a lot, but like it does happen. But she died giving birth to Zoya, and Zoya has a lot of um, unresolved uh, guilt and feelings that it is her fault. I don't understand her. She's not in therapy. Um, and is she this this woman needs ther- this girl needs therapy. This child is like oh because of me. It's like you. It's not because of, like, you were, it's not your choice to be born. Like, you didn't make the no. decision to kill someone. No. Um, so, yeah, so it's Zoya's birthday and she doesn't want to celebrate because it's traumatizing because she feels like it's, it's her birthday, but it's the anniversary of her mother's death. Um... And, um, apparently this has never been discussed with Obi and he decides to go all out and gets a bunch of food truck. Like this just, I was like, nobody wants this. I don't know. This is like, I don't know. This feels like very like, Oh, again, it's just, it's like, this doesn't feel like something that she would want. No. Like has... Like, remember how excited she got about school supplies? That's what she wants. Not this. Ay, ay, ay. Um. Yeah. I don't know. And then, like... I just feel like we can jump sort of to the yeah, end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, okay. So, so, yeah. So then just things get... Yeah. So we've messy. been hinting at the reason that Zoya had to leave Buffalo. And I feel like it was implied that she did something wrong. Yeah. And so we get the climax of this episode. Julian is drunk because Milo had somebody putting Okay, so just in case anyone isn't... So we are reintroduced to a character that was a baby (laughs) on the original series... Who Dan, Georgina told Dan that he was the father of this child. And so Dan, who was a college freshman, I think, spent several months. I was going to say six months, like raising a child. And then then Georgina was like, just kidding. His father is like in the Russian mafia or something. Like something crazy. So, So anyway, this is that baby. Who has grown up to be a devious eighth grader. But then it's really shocking because we are introduced to him and Zoya is sitting on the stud of the Met 
stairs of the Met and and just a child just appears and it's like is this a dream sequence like what is with like a, it's so, with a teacup teacup it's so tonally off like it's like what is that like so i will say they 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 swung they they, they swung they kind of, i don't know if they, they swung for the fences anything. they swung for the fences and i appreciate it even if it wasn't successful um so yeah so basically the end of the episode it's like because it's Zoe's birthday, there's this weird thing. It's just, this is the thing. It's like, Julian's like, I want to be mean to her. No, I don't. Yes, I do. No, I don't. Yes, I do. And then they're basically forced to throw this, like, communal party. And this is where hijinks really go into full effect. Yeah. So, um... <sighs> yeah, so I, Julian is, yeah. So, okay, I just, I'm, like, struggling because I don't understand any of the characters' motivations, like, at all, even the littlest bit. Yeah. So, Julian is, is giving this speech. She's, like, she's, like, our mother was, like, kind of a bad person because she left my dad when I was a baby, and I am not a bad person, but it turns out my sister Zoya is. And then she's showing this video and it starts out Zoya is like, she, she spray paints on the wall of a school. Fuck school. <laughs> which I love, which I loved. And then, and then immediately. No ambiguity. No. And then immediately she gets like locked in her friends, her quote unquote friends, lock her in a science lab and will not let her leave. And they're like clearly being very mean to her. And she's like screaming like you killed your mom or something. Like just like awful stuff. And then she like sets off the fire alarm so that somebody will like get her out she she sets a fire like she like right. creates a, she's in like a science lab and like starts like a chemical fire <laughs> it's confusing though you're watching it and you're like what is happening like, it doesn't so make fast. a lot of sense and then because julian filmed on like a cell phone so you're like what's happening who is doing this it's very confusing julian has monet and luna shut the video off and then no, she's she, like they won't she's like i didn't see this part i didn't see this part turn it off and they won't so she like walks over and like grabs the phone and then she's like actually i'm a bad person she's like i'm a bully i need everybody to know start filming me i'm a bully i bully people and then she's like i'm gonna stop now and then you're like <laughs> it's like the most i just if this happened, well, first of all, I would never do something like this. But if this ever happened to me, I would be so beyond humiliated. I just can't even imagine. And she I'd just be hysterically is like, crying. I would lose my mind. And Julian is just like, she's like, okay, well, this demands a slightly different response. And then she just like <laughs> abruptly changes tack and is like, I. It was just the most. It, like uncomfortable moment for me yeah, to watch. Uncomfortable, <laughs> like in a way that felt very, yeah, like kind of the flaw of the show that it's still very silly and cartoonish. Even like it's not euphoria. Like it's just no. not. It's no. like they attempt to, to like, do like somewhat st- sophisticated things. Not that like Euphoria is like the most sophisticated show, but I think and it's 
very insane and whatever. Like, obviously, it's a soap opera, but it's just... uh, at least in that show, you understand, like, where the characters are coming from and the reactions that they have, like, make sense. In this show, you're like, what? Like, this was all just, like, these weird plot devices. <laughs> like, it still feels... It doesn't feel as formulaic to Amanda's earlier point, but it still struggles, I think, with having to kind of fit into that well, it's very, general frame. I think it's very self-consciously being like, we're going to do something... That is that feels very different from the original Gossip Girl, and I mm-hmm. think in some ways that's good, and in some ways I do think it trips them up a little bit because they are so. I think they are being so, and I applaud them for this. They're very intentional about being like the characters are going to communicate with each other. Yeah, like terrific, great choice, but like it's also it's so. You get some whiplash here because they're like, we're going to love each other and be nice to each other. And then in the next episode, they're like fighting with each other. Again. Yeah. And then it's confusing. Yeah. And it's confusing because it it's. And this is the thing. There are too many characters yeah. to even be like. And this is what Skins did so expertly. Did you ever watch Skins? I've watched bits and pieces. I never like sat down and watched it. Because each episode, I mean, a very different show, but each episode was about one specific character and they would like bring in other characters, but it would really just be to kind of like further along and, you know, just to be like, Oh, this is like how this person's, you know, relates to other people and these are their relationships. But you really got a sense of each character and their motivations and like what was going on with them internally. And I, I don't necessarily think that Gossip Girl should do that, but it's, it's hard when you're like getting bits and pieces and, And I don't know, this is kind of goes back to my original criticism of like, oh, it just feels like it like it just is like, oh, like, yeah, like Monet is a lesbian. Like, I get it just feels like, oh, we need a lesbian. So we'll like make her gay. Like, it's just like, I don't. I mean, I don't believe any of this show. It's like not that well written, but it's it's very tacked on. It's in fact not well written. (laughs) No, it is poorly written. But do you know what I mean? It's yeah. like... Yeah. It's it's still... I think it, that there's... I am willing to... I would not be surprised if Monet has, like, a full-on, like, lesbian storyline where, like, yeah. whatever. And Which there, would be great. I hope that happens. But there's there's definitely, like... it. Def, I fully agree with you. It feels like... Things are not coming together in an organic way. Yeah. And honestly, I don't know. It's hard, too, because, yeah, I think it's just not that well written and not that, it's just, because it it is like, you're, I mean, it's not even, like, you're not just getting the students. You're also now getting the teachers. The teachers like are, this, like, the most fucked up, honestly. Yeah, no, the teachers are evil. And then, but it's also, like, oh, so, but it's, like, the teachers I can't, I mean, I they, it seems like they're trying to make the teachers look sympathetic, but what the teachers are doing is, like, mm-hmm. yeah, the objectively bad. Crazy. Yeah. No, the teachers are, like, like getting people fucking evicted and stuff, like, doing just, weird, like, cruel like, stuff. I'm like, like what bizarre. is the, do you like your job this much? Like, surely 
you can get a job working as a teacher somewhere else. No, you can. You absolutely can. And it's, I mean, it's bizarre that, um, I guess what we're supposed to get is like, oh, Tavi is becoming like addicted to this power. But then at the end of the episode, you're like, oh, it's so sweet. She's like writing her whatever in her like weird apartment. And then it's like, no, like she's fucking evil. It's very problematic. It really is. I, nobody is good here. It's just. (sighs) No, it's bad. And it's especially that weird scene where it's like. Zoya is so upset and, like, crying because, like, her fucking life is falling apart. And then Tavi's like, oh, do you want to talk about it? And I'm like, Tavi, like, you are fucking causing this. Like, it's your fault. It's, yeah. And I think part of the issue is that Tavi is not quite a good enough actor to bring home that sort of, like, ethical nuance. Yeah. And emotional nuance. Like, I just, something is, like... No, it's it's bad. It's really bad. And I don't know. I mean, I, I am, I will say, like, I am genuinely enjoying the show. I don't think it's great. And it's also, like, tough to, like, watch it in conjunction with other stuff, which I we can talk about in a moment. But, which is just, like, there's stuff on on HBO right now that is, like, literally incredible, and then there's this, and it's like, okay, I'll watch this, like, uh, I'm, like, I'm enjoying it, but it's, like, it just is still bad. Yeah. Like, it just is, it's not good, like, it's fun, and I think it's less, like, the original series, I mean, I've also seen it all before, so it's not like, ooh, what's gonna happen, but... The original series, again, to Amanda's earlier point, is so formulaic that it's not even fun to watch. At least in this, you're like, okay, these are these characters are slightly different. Like, it's fun. Like, you don't... It's fun to, I guess, get, like, something like a male character who's, like, exploring his sexuality in less of a black and white way than like I'm gay or like right. I'm straight because it's just like stuff like that I'm like okay this is nice and that it's been updated in a way um and but yeah it's still and that, and suffers like that, from a lot of the I, flaws I mean like I don't know how they could have done it better but it does feel very self-consciously I don't want to say woke but like very kind of like this is how we're supposed to tell this kind of story now mm-hmm which is, you know, whatever. Again, I don't know what they could do better, but it does still, you're still like, mm, yeah, this is this is better than it was, but I'm still like. But Amanda, they're still having a teacher fuck a student yeah. at the end oh, of the episode. Jesus. So I don't even, <laughs> not that one. I don't even want to get into that right now. But can we, let's like very briefly talk about yeah. the fashion. Yes. I need to talk about. No, this is a very small thing. But Julian's dad is yeah. wearing all of these hats. Yeah. He's, he does look like a Hasidic Jew sometimes. <laughs> I was not expecting you to say that. There's one moment where he's sitting in front of the piano, and I'm like, that is the hat of a Hasidic Jew. Uh, uh-huh. I, it's like, they're like... He's in music. No, I I do. I was like, where do I know this actor from? And he's been in a couple of things. Most recently, 
to like the most recent thing I've seen him uh-huh. in is the marvelous Mrs. Maisel, oh. where he played Lenny Bruce. I I refuse to watch that. It's, show. <laughs> it's you know it's okay. It's not. It keeps winning best comedy and stuff. And it's like this is the show is like. I think it's entertaining. It's not funny. Like, I don't laugh while I'm watching it, you know? Yeah. I just, that show makes me so angry. It just, I don't know. I've never seen it. I hate it. I, I like the, I like the Lenny Bruce character. And he also was in a movie that I watched called, oh God, it's like Take This Dance or something. I got to look it up. That's not what it's called. Um, it's called, Shoot. Now my thing is frozen. Um, but hats. I mean, we need accessorizing somewhere. It is. Okay, I'm glad that the parents have a much less. Um, the idea of, like, having to go back and, like, like listen to, like, Lily's storyline seems like, oh, my God. Like, we what are a choice so, that like, was. Thank, Take thank This Waltz, fuck. it was called. Take This Waltz. Okay. Sorry, another Michelle Williams film. And oh. Seth Rogen was in that too. And Sarah Silverman. When is it I don't from? remember that. It's from <sighs> 2000. What year are you from? 2011. Hmm. Um, was he good in that? He was okay. It was a depressing movie. I have to eat some Swedish fish because my blood sugar is a little bit low. So just ignore the noises you're about to hear. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yum. Do you know what a really good... Okay, this is unrelated to Swedish fish, but do you know what a really good... <laughs> there are these giant... Oh my god, I'm like salivating thinking of them. There are these giant sour patch cans. <laughs> they're not like the normal size ones. They're like... They're like giant. Oh, they're so good. And they're two different flavors. Like on the okay. like bottom half and the top half. Just like if you ever see them at like a gas station, they're really good. <laughs> Good to know. I got them once at a bodega, and then I, like, have never seen them again, but they're really good. Um, sidebar. <laughs> okay, so fashion. Honestly, I I think I just really bought into, like, he's in music, so, like, of course he wears hats. <laughs> but, um, I still, I'm, I stick with the fact that Zoya, not Zoya, that Luna and Monet are terribly styled and it's especially unfortunate considering the fact that they're supposed to be like the image the cool. people yeah and it's just like also why like luna wears these really really short skirts that are like they're like too short like they look weird on her like it's like that skirt is the wrong side like it just looks odd like it doesn't this is where the show is like it still is like they don't know what they're doing. Um, again, especially with teen soaps on right now where the styling is, like, fucking amazing and they're doing cool shit. And it's, like, it still feels like meh. I will um, say I just saw a TikTok where a teen was like, what I would wear if I were on Gossip Girl. And I was well, like, they- oh, no. I didn't even finish watching it. I was like, this is too cringy. I can't. <laughs> um... But, okay, Julian, I like that they're just, like, okay, Julian is just going to wear, like, sparkly, like, like She's going to be in a bodysuit and, like, a beach cover-up. Yeah, but, like, like a, like a long-sleeve, long, 
dress, but it's just sheer. Sorry, there's a yeah, it's just a sheer dress with glitter. Okay, but here's the thing: her makeup is awful on this show. They give her like this horrible, like heavy, heavy eyeliner, like all yeah. the way around her eye. It looks yeah. Ter- she's so beautiful. Why are they doing this? Start and it's like when she was wearing that dress at the party. I was like, oh, she should be wearing like green eyeshadow or something because she's her like that would have been amazing and they fucked it up with this like silver eyeshadow it looked terrible (laughs) I was so mad I was like drop the ball I do like Zoya's like I thought she looked amazing at the party like her hair looked so cool with like the braids and like the little bobbles on it like I just like she 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 looks cool she's like I like I think her style it's like okay she's like cool she I also like the way that they dress her like when she's just like in her apartment and she has like a head wrap like a hair wrap on or whatever and like a t-shirt like okay she (laughs) looks feels legitimate she's also so beautiful that like she doesn't it's just that's the thing with the show it's like everyone on the show is so fucking gorgeous like Stop giving them so many, like, things to wear. a hundred percent. Um, I mean, I will say, I think Aki has my favorite style. I love Aki's hair. I know. It makes me want to shave my head again and then dye it. Ugh, so fun. But, yeah, in terms of style, I don't know. I I don't think it's It's not, it's not giving me, like... The iconic, again, the original Gossip Girl, the fashion was terrible. Yeah. It was, like, I can't emphasize enough. It was, I think it's remembered as, like, the teen version of Sex and the City in terms of, like, the fashion. Yeah. But everything they wore looks bad. Like, every single, there's not, there's, like, once in a while you'll be like, man, that, like, almost looks good. If they, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like if they, they were wearing that with, like, it. different shoes or, like, different accessories, like, that could look good. Or if the hair was not, like, crimped and, like, braided <laughs> in a weird way and for some reason, like, that would look good. But And, like, this show, I'm like, okay, like, that's a look. Like, I don't, I don't hate it, but I'm not like, wow, I'm going to remember that. Like, there are looks no, from the Gossip yeah. Girl, the original that I still think about, and I'm like, that was a choice that they made. I'm still, look, I, when you said the original Gossip Girl, I immediately thought of when Serena wore that really thin scarf. A really long, thin scarf. Well, like, when, when Blair went to meet, um, uh, Prince Louis's mother for the first time, and her hair was, like, she was, she had, like, a natural curl happening for some yeah. reason. A look, a hairstyle we have not seen before or since. And it was, like, why, uh. in the, 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 the most, the perfect moment for a sleek hairstyle, and you're yeah. going with, like, a loose natural curl, like, I don't But, like, not even, it. like, like a perm, like, yeah, like, like, you, not, like, got, like, half of a perm and then, like, gave her Not her natural hair, to be clear. No, no, no. Somebody else's yeah. curl. Yeah. <laughs> not hers. Like, kind of like a, like, she kind of looked like a, not, not in, like, an insult way. She just, like, kind of looked like a dog. Like, that was, like, a dog's hair. <laughs> like, I don't mean, like, she looks you know, like a dog. I just mean of like, course. she kind of looks like a dog. Yeah. Um, but no, you're right. I think that the outfits, they're not like, I'm not getting like iconic looks. I mean, I think that there is like that weird subtlety with like, 
But I keep going back to Euphoria because, like, the styling on Euphoria is so cool. And, like, it's not realistic. Like, I don't think teens, like, just because I don't think they have, like, the time (laughs) to, like, put together these outfits and do these, like, cool, like, they do, like, such cool makeup on Euphoria. And it's, like, and every character has, like, a really cool, unique style. But it doesn't, it's, like... Okay, this, like, maybe isn't what I would wear, but, like, they look fucking amazing, yeah. and, like, I get it. With this show, it's, like, somebody, like, started picking things off of Brack, and we're, like, yeah, 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 like, this was, like, this, like, somebody loaned this to us, and it's, like, from Chanel, so, like, I guess you just have to wear well, it. There, like, I sorry. just, in, when they went to see the Jeremy O'Harris play, I, Audrey and Julian were both wearing, like, flesh-colored dresses. Oh, yeah. Yeah, And it was like, it was like, okay, like, that's fine, but, like, you could have... Why are they both wearing the same color? It's weird. Couldn't somebody be wearing, like, a color? Yeah, like, someone wearing, like, red? Yeah, exactly. Like, and I will say, like, I thought Jeremy O'Harris looked amazing, but I was like, I bet he just, like, had that outfit. Yeah. Like, they didn't he just, style. like, had that well, Gucci outfit and now, just was... Okay, speaking of uh, speaking of cameos and their styling... Yes. Princess Nokia. Yes, okay. So... I, first okay, of all, I, a, I don't know who that is. Okay, so I've actually seen her. I don't know if the teens are listening to her. Okay, so it's so funny because they kept being, like, Princess Nokia, but I just would pronounce it Princess Nokia, but whatever. So, if anyone is not familiar with her, like... I do, I haven't really caught, like, kept listening to her, but, like, she had, her early stuff I really liked, and I saw her live once, and it was really awful, because she was, like, I want to say, like, the the opener was, it's, like, obviously, you know, you go to a concert, like, no, like, except for when you see Kanye, who I saw, and he started literally at, like, 9 p.m. on the dot, and there was no opener, and it was, like, insane, um, (laughs) When I, you know, when you see most concerts, it's like, okay, you know, it says it starts at, like, 7. It, that means it starts at, like, 9.30 yeah, or whatever. Yeah. So it's, you know, I'm going to see her, and the opener didn't start for, like, an hour and a half, and then, like, the opener, like, played, and it was, like, not very good, and then there was another, like, hour, and I was just like, Jesus fucking Christ, like, you aren't that great, like, yeah. and so... She, and then somebody was, like, smoking weed in the crowd, and then they were, like, security was trying to kick them out, and then she was, like, no, like, it's okay, like, he can stay. Like, it was a bizarre experience. I left, like, two-thirds of the way. I was, like, this isn't, like, that great. Like, I did not have a great experience seeing her live. That is to say, I don't know if people, like, I don't know if the teens still, like, I don't know if teenagers listen to her. Maybe they do. I don't know. I forgot to mention the most important part. If you have not seen this video, I highly recommend going onto YouTube and searching for Princess Nokia Soup. Okay. There was, or like Subway Soup. So there, this was like maybe three or four years ago. She was on the subway and this guy who was like, this white guy who was like super drunk was like, 
yelling all these, like, racist epithets at someone. I, I don't know if it was, like, a black person, but, like, you know, of some person of color, and it was, like, super fucked up. And then Princess Nokia, she, like, I don't know if it was her soup or if she, like, grabbed it out of someone's hand, grabbed, like, an album pan, like, <laughs> butternut squash soup and, like, threw it at him. And it was, like, so crazy. And she was like, oh, hell no. And, like, and then her, so her first, like, full album that wasn't a mixtape, it's her holding a basketball. And somebody photoshopped it, so it's her holding, like, a giant suit. <laughs> that was another, oh, so that was another TikTok I wanted to ask you about. The one where that guy's like, and as long as I got my soup, I'm gonna eat my soup on the floor. <laughs> Let me show you a good soup. <laughs> that one I, like, didn't understand. But, um, so if anyone has, or just if you haven't watched that in a while, I would say I would recommend going back and watching that. Like, okay, but this, I actually like the way she was styled. I thought it was, like, I bet that like, she came in, like, with that, like, weird outfit. Like, it felt authentic. She's wearing, Sure, like, it definitely felt authentic. I was like, I don't know if that's the outfit I would have chosen, but, you know. Well, so one of her songs is, like, um, uh, what is it? It's, like, basically, oh, God, this is so embarrassing that I can't remember the lyrics of the song. It's, like, with my... Big belly, my little titties, my big belly, my little titties, my big belly. So it's like, I like that she's just wearing, like, she's wearing, like, very low-rise jeans with a thong, like a G-string or something, and then, like, a tank top that's just, like, her stomach is just hanging out. Not, like, hanging out, that's, like, it's a like, little yeah, bit rude. Yeah, 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 yeah. But, like, no, but, you know, whatever. Yeah, yeah. But it's like, okay, she's not, like, she's skinny, but she's not, like, tiny. Right. She's not, right. like, the actresses on the show who are, like, so skinny and then she's you know got like a little white tank top on and and it's just like it's it's just like oh she looks like kind of crazy but like I I like see people walking around New York like that and I'm like oh that person's cool like they look it's like also like it's not like fitting into like what I think like white mainstream society is like, oh, this looks good on sure. someone. Like, it's kind of... I think it was It's just also, like, this is my body. I think it was... <laughs> it looked very, like, 90s to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, like, the glasses and everything. And then she was doing, like, a choreographed dance. <laughs> with the, and I was like, this feels... Like, I don't know if they're... I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe during her show she, that you saw, she was doing a I choreographed dance. I don't think dance. she was doing choreographed dancing. I think she was, she like, didn't yelling look at, like... Super comfortable. Yeah, that I thought was interesting. I was wondering how much of that was for the show. Cause I don't know. Like, we have pop stars who are, like, incredible dancers. Like, she's, I don't think one. Like, she's a rapper. Like, right. Nobody is asking her to do that. Yeah. But it's not, like, it's not even like she's, like, Cardi B who's, like, struggling to, like, learn how to dance. And, like, which is, like, also fine, whatever. But it's, like, we don't. You know, she's on another level. Can you I just made a very strong experience. Yeah, uh, well, I have to tell you because you reminded me. So as many of you know, we do have two nesting um, mm-hmm. morning doves, Maureen and Dave. But we also <laughs> have been getting some pretty regular visitors. Um, to, we've gotten a lot, we've gotten two cardinals, a male and a female cardinal. Aww. And Stephen was like, we should name them. And I'm like, well, the female is Cardi B. <laughs> 
<laughs> and then I was like thinking about it, and he was like, "Well, what's the male called?" And I named the male Cardi He. <laughs> oh, not Offset. No, Cardi He. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I really was like, I feel like it's just given like her actual spouse or whatever. Should we rename him Offset? No, Cardi He is. <laughs> Um, so I love female cardinals. They're so cute. She's mean. I don't like her. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, she harasses Maureen. Uh-oh. She, like, flies <laughs> up at the nest. I'm like, get away from her. <laughs> leave Maureen alone. Um, leave Maureen. That's cute. Um, well, yeah, that Chris Crocker. <laughs> Just... Leave Brittany anyway. alone. Leave Maureen alone. Okay, so, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. I was going to say this is an... I mean, it's funny because I'm like, they're talking about like having like Rihanna on the show or whatever. And I'm like, oh, they, Rihanna would never come on the show. But then I think back and I'm like, Lady Gaga was on the original series. Like, when she was like, just, like, she was like blowing up. She it was like bad romance. Like, she was like, I mean, she, obviously she's still really famous, but I think she was like maybe more famous then. Yeah. Um, she was, like, very zeitgeisty, so I don't know. I, I feel like the cameos in the original series, it's, like, it's hard to look at them and be, like, are we supposed to know who that is? But, like, it's interesting <laughs> with them happening now because I'm because I'm not, like, 16. I don't know. Also, are 16-year-olds watching this? Like, I do 16-year-olds have access to HBO? Like, I don't know. I think they probably do. With, like, full frontal nudity? I mean... I don't know, like a grandma. <laughs> like, I, I'm like, I'm like, these children should not be doing drugs. They should not be drinking alcohol. They should not be having sex with each other. <laughs> they should be doing their homework. They should be doing their, I mean, they should be doing their homework. We never see them doing their homework. And I presume Constance is like a pretty, I like would yeah. imagine they would have to do some work. Yeah. Yeah, I I mean, I don't yeah. know. Whatever. Also, I'm just thinking about how we never saw them ever in class in the original series, did we? They were, like, not in school this much in the original series, but then they, like, <sighs> I, I don't know. I Yeah, I don't know if we ever saw them in class once. We saw um, them, like, in the halls. Yeah. Um, I, so we've been talking for over an hour. I think we should start wrapping it up. Do you have any recommendations for the people? Okay. So when I said that there's amazing TV on HBO, have you been watching The White Lotus? I have not been. Oh my God. It's so good. Okay. It's incredible. It's literally like so beautifully acted. Like every single actor is destroying, (laughs) is destroying. It's like. It's so fucking dark. It's like a black comedy. And I mean, like, the cast is insane. It's like Jennifer Coolidge. Connie, <laughs> Jennifer Coolidge, Connie Britton, like, fucking Steve Zahn. Like, what are you? What? That reminds Natasha me of Rothwell a, from Insecure. Another TikTok. The Jennifer Coolidge, the guy doing an imitation of oh, Jennifer yeah, yeah, Coolidge. Yeah. Thing. That was great. Trivia. <laughs> wow. <laughs> <laughs> that was great but she's so good in the show and it's honestly like 
it's it's really upsetting, but it's very funny. And each episode, you're just like, what is going to happen in this episode? Um, Maybe I'll watch that tomorrow while Stephen is playing D and D. It's great. It's really it's bizarre, but it's fun. Um, and then I did see Old last oh, night. Okay, the M Night Shyamalan movie. <laughs> I don't know if I would recommend that, but I just like if anyone wants to like know what the twist is or whatever, I'm happy to get into that. Isn't the but, twist um, that the beach makes you old? No, that's not the twist. The twist is why does the beach make you old? Oh, okay. I'm not. No, the, obviously the beach makes you old. Like. <laughs> You tell me off air what what the yeah, twist I'll is because I will not be watching it. Steven's no, always like, I mean, he's always like, do you want to watch like some M Night Shyamalan movies? I'm like, <laughs> no. Oh my god, I'll watch them with Steven. Oh my god, he would love that. Um, yeah. Cool. Any other recommendations? Um. Well, I um I'd like to just pat myself on the back because I put a desk together today from Wayfair. <laughs> That's just a shout-out to yourself. That's just a shout-out to myself. And I was telling Amanda, I neither cried nor yelled. (laughs) So neither nor. So I feel really proud. I rearranged my room. That's just, like, a status update for me. Sure. Um, Yeah, just White Lotus. Um, I guess just, like, watch Euphoria if you haven't, because I'll probably keep referencing it. I'm not going to watch Euphoria. Yeah, I mean, you shouldn't watch it. I wouldn't like it, I don't think. No, I don't think you would. <laughs> I don't like this show. Um, <laughs> I am going to recommend, so my um, work wife has written a book, and it comes out on Tuesday. It's called yeah. Disasterology. You definitely plugged this last episode, but that's I'm fine. I'm plugging it again. It. I just got my copy of it, and um, it is such a good book. If you guys yeah. want to learn about disasters... More than you already know, more than the disaster movies have taught you. Um, definitely check it out. It's gonna be, it's gonna be so good. Um, and I'm in the acknowledgments. So, um, also, if you like playing Dungeons and Dragons, I don't. I would be like a little bit surprised if we have a lot of crossover. <laughs> but my husband is. Um, he hasn't published it yet, but he's going to be publishing very soon an adventure on the DMs Guild. So I will plug that once it's up and available, but it's very exciting. Oh, yeah. And if you buy it, it's great for me because it helps pay for our future wedding. So. Hell yeah. <gasps> Which I'm so excited about. You should be excited. I'm so excited. It's going to be great. It, unless it rains and then I'll be depressed. Amanda. What? Don't say that. Ugh, positive, positive thinking. It's all outdoors. And if it's not outdoors, it's going to be sad. (laughs) Amanda, it's going to be fine. That's why you get a tent. Yeah, yeah. Well, you'll have to scope out mom and dad's new house and see how the indoor space will do for a wedding. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right. Well, I think that's all I've got. Um... We will, we're going to come back next week and I'm, I'm excited. I'm glad that we're like, we're staying on, current. Yeah. yeah. Um, so until then have a great week and we will talk to you all very soon. Okay. Bye. Bye.